Welcome to the Irish Fireside. My name is Corey, and today I'm talking about smartphones in Ireland and the best Irish travel apps with Jody Halstead from Ireland with Kids and Stephanie Chastain from Infinite Ireland. And for the very first time, this episode is recorded with Google Hangout. So you can listen in to just the audio or watch the Hangout on YouTube. Details are in the show notes at irishfireside.com, episode number 125. That's also where you'll find links to all the apps and resources we mentioned in the show. So pour yourself a drink, sit back and relax here at the Irish Fireside. Handy resource for anybody with families. Welcome to the Irish Fireside. Welcome back to the Irish Fireside, Jody. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to do this. And our other guest is Stephanie Chastain, and she is from Infinite Ireland. Now, Stephanie, your website is geared towards first-time travelers, but I have to say anybody who maybe hasn't been to Ireland in a while, or even some of us regulars, We'll find some useful stuff over there. So welcome for your first time on the Irish Fireside. Thank you very much. I think for starting out, because we're going to be talking about travel apps and things for smartphones and tablets, uh, I'd like to first start, let's talk about what devices we're using uh, or what we're familiar with so that people have a little context. Stephanie, what kind of device are, do you use? We actually don't travel with a smartphone. Um, we're kind of still back in the, I don't know, the, the 90s maybe, um, where we, we, we don't take our cell phones, but we do actually, the last time in September we went to Ireland, we actually started going with our iPad. Um, uh -huh. and so we, we, we we're slowly getting up there um, into the, to the new generation, but um, it's actually been fantastic to integrate a little bit of technology with still being on vacation, still kind of leaving some of that stuff at home. So um, we pretty much do iPad um, as well as, you know, connecting when we can, you know, maybe in a... Um, an internet cafe or um, you know whatever is available computer at, at a bed and breakfast um, mm -hmm. but, but now that we, we have the iPad it's been much much easier. Now with your iPad are you using just Wi-Fi or do you have a, a SIM card that you use over there? We are actually just using Wi-Fi we don't um, have a SIM card or we don't have a data plan so um, we're looking when we when we travel we look for bed and breakfasts that have um, Wi-Fi or um, we actually there's one app that I want to talk about that helps us find Wi-Fi when we are in Ireland so um, that's been really helpful as well. Good. Do you have you found it? Well, I guess you'll be telling us about how finding Wi-Fi, so I'm not going to ask that question yet. I'm jumping the gun. Jody, tell us what devices you're you're on. Um, I am an Android girl all the way, so I have. Um, what is it? It's a Droid Razor smartphone, and then I also travel a little bit with my um, Acer tablet. Uh, so we we do use both of those. Um, with my smartphone, I'm on Verizon, and they have a very nice international plan. Um, it's not turned on all the time because that would, you know, you would just use way too much data. But uh, we did use it, um, especially when we were driving. In Limerick, we used it a lot because you just can't find anything in Limerick. And um, I used it also when we would get to places, I would uh, Instagram and check in on um, Foursquare. Foursquare. Just, you know, to show off, kind of, I think. <laughs> Look where I am and you're not. So. Yeah, and for me, uh, we've. Both Liam and I have had iPhones for uh, a number of years, but also I have an Irish Android phone that I've used, and then we also have a mobile hotspot in Ireland that we're able to use. So we're, when we're using the devices, our Amer U.S. devices, we're using Wi-Fi either through that hotspot or through Wi-Fi. Um, and then that Android 
phone has come in really handy, especially because it, it can be used as a as a Wi-Fi hotspot as well. So we can use our computer, you know, jump on our computers using that internet through there. I've heard a lot of people on some of the message boards talking about getting a local SIM card and putting that into their phone. And I mean, I it's it's not hard to do. I know that for sure. Um, but I don't necessarily know if it's always as cost effective as people think it is, because um, ultimately. Getting a data plan. I mean, depending on if you're just going to be checking email, uh, doing just basic, you know, using your map and GPS and basic searches, you know, you can get a pretty, you know, basic da international data plan for, you know, say fifty dollars, or it could it can go anywhere up to, you know, I think a hundred dollars, and end up with a, a plan that's going to suit you, especially if you're only traveling for a week or two. So I I, I hear a lot of people get really excited. I'm going to go over and buy this local SIM card. And I kind of think if you're only going over once and you're going to be there for a week, I don't know if it's really worth the hassle of having to find the shop and do that. That's well, my take on that. And not only that, but you can't just pop a SIM card into any phone. It has to be an, you know, an unrooted phone, and you have to make sure that it's compatible with the SIM cards. And really, unless you are a constant traveler, I don't think it's probably worth it. Um, I know that the Verizon plan I used, I want to say it was a hundred megabytes of of international data and it was under fifty dollars I know that for a fact because my mm -hmm. bill was not that high um, and then I think it's Boingo that has um, you can buy data or you can buy uh, mobile plans uh, data plans by the month and I know they have a really nice Ireland plan as well okay yeah it's like sixty dollars and I, it's one of those things when it comes to uh, those data plans. Like when I was there for the entire month, I needed a, the bigger package from AT and T. But when I don't, I definitely don't go through. I mean, it's it's only because I was there for the whole month of August that I needed the bigger data plan. But if I was there for two weeks, I wouldn't use nearly all that data. So, and I do reserve like you do, you, you all do. Uploading photos, downloading things that have images, I save that for Wi-Fi just because I'm not exactly. nervous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One, so, one of the things too that we've not used but are really are looking for um, potentially using next time is our own, you know, hotspot. Um, you can purchase these now for you know ten bucks a day. If you're going to be there for mm -hmm. you know a week or two weeks, you know that might actually be worth having your own hotspot. You can have you know four or five devices that could connect to that one hotspot. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, I travel with my husband. He's got a device. I've got a device. Um, that could yeah. be. If, if you ever do, oh, go ahead. What? I was just going to say, try traveling with a connected family. <laughs> There's four of us, and me, my husband, both of my girls have uh, Kindles, um, mm -hmm. Kindle Fires. So, you know, there's my computer, my phone, my husband's phone. Sometimes it's his computer. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. If it, if any of you do use one of those like rental hotspots definitely let me know how that works for you because um, having the hotspot that we have that we pay for and we don't, we're on a, not on any kind of contract or anything we just we bought the device and then we just top it up mm -hmm. and it's really nice because you and it holds the charge a little bit better than the phone because it doesn't have a screen mm -hmm. and all that stuff mm -hmm. so it, it lasts really long so and you can have it in the car which is really you know like I'm not you know so as we're going one of us can be doing maps on our our home phone, you know, our U.S. phone, and it's, you know, it's just really nice to be able to use that phone you're familiar with rather than me switching back and forth between the, because sometimes, and it's a cheap Android, too, that I use, so the screen isn't as good as the iPhone, you know, comparatively, so I find myself, like, thumbing the screen to death, so. <laughs> uh, uh. 
Okay. Well, Jody, do you want to share your first uh, sure. choice app? Um, because I do travel with my children, um, one of my favorite apps is called Ireland Are We There Yet? And it was uh, built by a native Irish woman. I believe she lives in Galway. And uh, Anne, and I'm going to butcher her last name. I, I think it's Brahany, but I've probably said that wrong. Um, it's a really nice app. I love the way that it's set up because it's it's meant to be useful for parents and kind of a, a boredom buster for children. So you can search it in a lot of different ways. You can just browse by pictures or you can search it by categories. And then it also has um, scavenger hunts in it and rainy day activities and just really fun um, fun things for the kids to do while you're driving. So I, I love the app. You can you can search by county. You can search, you know, break it down by museum or animals. It's really got a great search feature on it. And then when you choose what it is you want to view, you click it and it gives you pictures and it tells you, like right now the um, Armagh County Museum is 6,209 kilometers from where I sit. <laughs> um, but it tells you their opening and closing hours. It gives you their website, and you can connect directly from the app. It has their phone number, so you can call directly from the app. And uh, it just it's just loaded, loaded with information. She updates it regularly, so she's always adding a lot of fun new things to it. And I just think that it is um, a fabulous, fabulous app for, um, for visiting Ireland, whether you have kids or not. Yeah, Anne, who, I, I don't even say her last name, so I just call her Anne. Uh, she is really good, too, about she loves the feedback, too. So there's, mm -hmm. like, ways to give feedback on there, or you can email her. Or if you went to a place, you want her to add it to it. She's, like, mm -hmm. she's really big into adding people's suggestions, too. So yes, I've, I've, looked, I've spent some time on there, too. And even if you don't have kids, I think it is something that a place, you know, one that you're going to find some things that you go, oh, that that's up my alley. Yeah, because, so I mean, it, it doesn't just cover kids' stuff. I mean, you have museums and just so much stuff. There was one on there. The castles are on there. Um, there was one that just caught my eye a minute ago and then I closed it. And it was uh, a planetarium, I believe. And then they have fun things like candy shops, Guinness storehouses on there, the National Leprechaun Museum. Um, so just tons and tons of, of really great things that I, I think are, are really nice for anybody, no matter your age. And it uses the Sutro Media platform, mm -hmm. which they have a version, or you're able to then also do a version that's downloadable to your device, so you don't have to have a data connection for that one. And that's right. kind of rare in a lot of these apps, um, is one that doesn't right. require a data connection. Right, because we, we did use it um, for some of the things uh, without the data plan on it when we were over there, just because I didn't want to run my data down. Uh, so. It's yeah, it's it's really a nice app. I really like it. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, what is there uh, one that you're really itching to tell us about? Yeah, so the one that we use um, the is, is free Wi-Fi Finder, um, uh. and this is not necessarily to Ireland, but I mean it, it has actually quite a few in adding several different um, locations every you know every, I don't know if it's every day, but it's it's quite often. Um, but what I what I like um, so much about it is in the same that um, with with the other app is that you don't necessarily have to be connected to a data plan um, in order to access it. You you can be, but you don't have to be. So they have mm -hmm. a downloadable um, you know list of of all the places that are already listed 
for whatever country you want to go to. So if you type in Ireland, it'll pop up out all these, you know, Wi-Fi spots in, in Galway, in Dublin, even in, you know, small towns. Um, it even has, uh, you know, go ahead. Any places that surprised you that they had listed on there? You, you know, they had McDonald's listed on there. They had uh, <laughs> Starbucks. Um, and what's really great is that you can suggest places. So if you found a place that does have Wi-Fi, you can put it in and say, hey, there's Wi-Fi here. People can, can use it. So, you know, it's, it's really great because it's kind of crowdsourced and people are, you mm -hmm. know, constantly adding new things. Um, it also has, if you, you know, if you add a place that has Wi-Fi or if you have a data plan, you can choose a, a near me function and then it'll find where you are and tell you where the closest free Wi-Fi is. Um, mm. So that's great too, um, so that you don't necessarily have to be using your own your own your own data plan. So I love that. I mean, for someone, I mean, we travel to Ireland on a budget most of the time, um, mm -hmm. and so you know, stretching those dollars every little bit is is really important to us. Yeah. Well, it, I always find myself like. I know some uh, Supermax will have free Wi-Fi, and so you go in, but you find out that's the one that they don't even have Wi-Fi at that one, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So knowing before you run all over town is kind of, uh, I can, I definitely, that'll be one I'll be adding to my list, which is great. Yeah. Uh, my uh, first pick, I think the first one I'm going to pick, it's called Great Drives Ireland, and it's put together. I can't remember if it's the Irish Times or you know one of the their uh, writers there put together this, it's, it's really nice because it picks specific drives. I think there's, there's a couple of them on there. I'm trying to remember. I think it's 20 of them. So there's 20 of them. So there's, and they're kind of spread out around the country. And it basically gives you a route and suggested stops along the way. It, I, I, one thing, and it's been a little while since I've been on there, but one thing I remember is that it didn't have, it said it had restaurant listings and things like that. That was not very helpful. But the sites along the way I thought were really nice. And they give good descriptions and lots of photos. Uh, so it's a it's a nice app to have. So I would recommend that one. It's just a nice one if you're self-driving. It's a good one to have. If you're on any kind of tour or if you're sticking to the cities, this that one's not going to help you as much. But that would be my next pick. Jody, what do you, what's next on your list? Um, Pinterest, actually. I oh, love 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 my Pinterest app. Um, I actually have a Pinterest board set up under Ireland Family Vacations that I have broken down into Ireland by county and uh, free in Ireland and Ireland travel planning. So with the Pinterest app, I can very easily say, okay, well, we're going to be in this area and it's in County Cavan and what have I pinned that looked really interesting to me um, for when we were in this area. So I use that app a ton hmm. just for um, bookmarking and keeping my information together and uh, knowing what was on my mind for visiting and what looked interesting to me. Especially that Pinterest has you know, been so popular and it's, it, I, travel is one of those things where photos and mm -hmm. travels and food are the two things that Pinterest is best for it seems. Exactly. So that's very cool. Stephanie, what, what else? Do you, what other ones do you have? Um, another one that I, I, I absolutely okay. So I don't have a smartphone, but this is the one app that actually not there's actually there's quite a few, but this is one app that I really it almost tempts me to get one. Um, it's I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called Postagram. Um, okay. Yep. So what it does is you know uh, you take your pictures with your your iPhone or your Droid or or whatever uh, phone you have. Um, and you can send your pictures to this app and send yourself or someone else a postcard um, with your own picture. 
which I think is fantastic. So uh, you see, you know, um, the rock of Cashel, and um, you, you take your own picture of it, and then you write yourself or you know write someone a, a nice note, um, and for 99 cents you can send them that postcard, um, which I think is fantastic. Um, one of my absolute favorite tips for travel is for every day of the trip um, that you're on, you send yourself your a postcard of where you went or what exciting thing you did so that you come home and you have all of these wonderful things. I just think it would be so neat to be able to send your own postcard of your own pictures. Um, so I just, I that I haven't used it, but I've, I have friends who have and it's just rave reviews and um, I think that would be one that if, if I had a smartphone, yeah, you betcha I'd yeah. be doing you know, you could actually use your iPad too if you yeah. take a photo with your iPad. So I would, because yeah. I have used the one I've been using is called Simple Post or Simply Post, and it's same concept. And I use it to send my niece and nephew postcards everywhere I go. And so I always love to take like the weirdest, craziest picture and send it to them. People love getting mail, and it's so different. You know, getting it, you know, in the mail. They actually have, you know, their post uh, delivery person is always. Uh, um, oh, you got something from your uncle today, you know, which it's kind of cool to, to know that they love that. And they have them set aside. My niece uses them, you know, she, she takes them to school with her. So she's always like, this is Ireland. And in Ireland, and she, suddenly she does her whole presentation, you know, like, I'll take pictures of just weird things like the, the money. Or I'll take a picture of, you know, a fairy fort that we went to. And she loves the fact that that's there. My nephew loves any time I take a picture of animals or you know, weird plants, you know, like the monkey puzzle trees that you'll see and stuff like that. And I don't know, I, the other thing that I miss about is when I come home, anything that I sent them in a postcard, they will tell me every detail that I wrote. Meanwhile, something I posted to them on Facebook or something like that, they're kind of like, oh, I think I remember. You know, but anything that's a postcard, <laughs> never forget it. So, that's, and I, so yeah, Stephanie, that's like an excellent, excellent mm -hmm. suggestion. Um, the one that I'm going to recommend is actually Google Maps, and I mean, most smartphones already have that equipped, but now with like the iPhone having switched to its own mapping system, I would recommend anybody who uh, has an iPhone or an iPad do get also the Google Maps uh, app, mainly because of the street view, because in Ireland, they, they, Google has an office in Ireland, and they did a great job of getting roadways and that type of thing. So it's really nice when you're kind of getting, you know, the night before, you can kind of go in and go into the map, put the pin down and get the view and get the street view. And you can actually, you know, do a 360 tour of most places in Ireland. And it's, I really love that. I love kind of getting the feel for, you know, okay, is this on a really remote road or is this actually in town? What's around it? You know, what should I look for? I, I use it all the time. And so that's my... even really handy um, before you go when you're travel planning um, to use that view online because there, you know, when you, again, when you're looking and it, where exactly is this and finding, finding good landmarks um, to get you there, especially if you're not using a navigational unit, that's really handy. Just remember that, that when you tell yourself you got to turn at the yellow house, they might have painted it. That's <laughs> We had, had that happen. I was like, no, we're going to turn at the yellow house, and suddenly it's it's blue, and I'm like, we kind of, you know, you had that moment of panic. Should we turn? Should we turn? Yeah. It's all good, though. Uh, who wants to go next? Um, actually, I'm going to just uh, tag right along on your Google Maps and say that um, on my Android phone, I have a an app that just simply is called Navigation. And it has a really pretty little blue arrow as its symbol. But I use that um, 
to find my way around the cities because if once you get out of the city centers in places like Galway and Limerick and Cork, it's really easy to get turned around. And I mean, in Dublin, there aren't street signs on half the streets. So it, it can be really difficult if you're driving in a new place and you have absolutely no idea and really bad directions. Um, that navigation app can be a lifesaver and uh, possibly, you know, keep you from tearing your hair out. And have you found it to be pretty good about like one-way streets and that type of thing? Um, yeah, I didn't run into any problems. Um, we were trying to navigate our way to uh, Owen's house in Limerick, and yeah. Owen does uh, bite-sized Irish, mm -hmm. and um, it led us right there around the one-way streets and through these little narrow areas without a problem. So it did it did quite well, and I I think it's a it's not a Verizon app. It's not the Verizon um, navigation. I think it's just your standard Android. Navigation app. Cool. And Stephanie? Um, one of the ones which most people probably know about, but I find it to be incredibly useful is Skype. Um, you know, as a as a new traveler, I was really concerned when I when I first went to Ireland, you know, several years ago now, but when I first went to Ireland, I was really concerned with my first time abroad. I was away from home, um, and I wanted to make sure that I could still be in touch with my family and um, and now uh, Skype not only has the video chats that you can that you can do for free with other people who have Skype, but you can also have really inexpensive international calls, um, and that's fantastic. I mean, my sister was uh, actually she had uh, her baby while we were in Ireland this past year, um, and so not being there was really really tough for us. But you know, with you know the technology today, um, we were able to you know be able to talk to her the, the day after, and and you know I just really think that everybody should have kind of that, that, that home base or that ability to get home uh, or talk to someone at home easily. Um, and I find that Skype is really, really the most useful for me. Now, with, you know, Google's kind of coming up with everything, but um, so there, there's, you know, there's uh, FaceTime with Safari and Google Chat and, you know, there's all sorts of other options, but, you know, I've really come to like Skype quite a bit. Yeah, I, I, you'll find me in the town of Nina outside the library at all hours because you can get the Wi-Fi outside the library, sitting there <laughs> on my phone using Skype because it's a great way to, you know, and they have a nice awning, so if it's raining, I just hang out under the awning. They probably, I'm sure the Garda are kind of looking at me going like, okay, some strange man working in the, the library shadows. So, that That uh, is a really great recommendation. We used it, um, the girls and I went to Ireland last year without my husband. And we used it every day just to check in, and the, so the girls could have FaceTime with their dad. Ten days away was a, a bit long after mm -hmm. a few, so that is a great recommendation. And I'd say the Hangout system would also work too, mm -hmm. um, pretty well for that type of thing. You know, yeah, but with Skype too, it's nice now that they have the multiple things, so you could call both sets of grandparents or you know that type of thing um, in okay. one call if if you were close on time or something like that. Just so you know, the Hangout rang in on my phone and my computer at the same time, which was a little disconcerting the first time. So oh. just so you're aware that the new Google Plus um, update does include <laughs> Hangout. Okay. There we have it. Well, the uh, next app that I'll talk about, B&B Ireland has an iPhone app, mm -hmm. and it's pretty nice. All things, I mean, a lot of times booking uh, 
apps can be a little frustrating. This one, they do have a find things close to me. Um, and the only difficulty is sometimes, like BNB Ireland, it's not every BNB in Ireland. So people have to remember it's their member site. So, you know, you end up with kind of, you know, a nice mix of BNBs. Um, but it's nice because you can sort it by the different themes that they have, uh, which is, I think, really helpful. But the near me thing when you're traveling is also, you know, probably one of the the best things. The only thing is, is if you're using the app, I would not recommend it for finding a BNB that not, like you could find a BNB <laughs> and call them. Don't try to book online because you know if they're not checking their email in the you know and you're going to be there in an hour, it's you know they're not really mm -hmm. equipped for that kind of thing. But they're, they're, the app is really nice. I mean, when you if you're at home, I don't know that the app is going to do anything more than you know the website's going to be probably a better choice. But on the phone, I'm able to look at photos. I can go through. Um, and it does give me all the contact information. Most of them have their GPS location on there, so it, it's pretty easy to find stuff on there. So I, I, I give that one a thumbs up. The only thing is, is it does take a while once you get into the booking en engine because the, they're, they send that kind of out. It's like outsource type thing or whatever, it is, you know, and it's all heavily encrypted. So it, you're kind of it, hope that you have a faster, fast connection because the encryption and that type of thing does slow it up a little bit. So, you know, don't get frustrated with it. And if you've got a good signal and you're in the car, pull off and finish your booking. Because I did have a spot where I hit a dead zone and, you know, well, I'm, you know, because I was, I was bound to determine while I was there I was going to book my B&B for three nights down the road. And I thought, well, might as well do it while I'm on the road. But no one put me out. So maybe I want to stop the car. And I was not driving, I will add. <laughs> That's good. Is this my, oh, just no, my computer that froze? You look frozen, but I can hear you. I can hear okay. you, too. Well, as long as you can hear me. It might just take a second for my computer to catch up. Uh, uh, Jody, do you have another? Uh... I do. Um, Groupon. Most people don't realize that uh, you can purchase Groupons from anywhere that there is Groupon. Um, and Groupon has some really amazing um, activities. They've had uh, Cliffs of Moor boat cruises and Book of Kells um, drives with cream tea and, um, you know, walking tours of Dublin and horseback riding. So you can find all these really great activities, and usually the activities um, are good for months and months at a time. So if you know that you're going to Ireland um, in July and you see this this boat cruise you want to take for nine euro a person that's an amazing deal so go ahead and book it um, use the Groupon app you don't have to print out any paper it'll pull up your Groupon you just show it to them when you get there and uh, I think it's a great app and then also it would be great if you you know if you're somewhere and it's just it's beyond a soft day and it's just raining um, check Groupon see if there are any deals going on that you know that can apply to that day and spend a day in a museum or or at a site that you know has some shelter to it and save a little bit of money because you can you can buy Ireland Groupons from the US just as easy as you can buy them in Ireland mm-hmm I just We've done that quite a bit oh sorry go ahead no I just I just started noticing Groupon stuff so I'm actually looking at should we include some of that stuff on our site but go ahead what twins what have you done or what kind of things did you find We've done all sorts of things, um, but primarily we, we uh, find restaurants in cities or towns that we'll be in. So, um, you know, instead of spending maybe 15 or, you know, 30 euro on a, a meal, we're spending 5 or 10. Um, you know, and it certainly makes quite a bit of a difference when you're 
you know, on a budget, you want to make sure you're saving whatever you can. Getting, you know, some some of them are like appetizers, dinner, drinks. I mean, the whole the whole shebang. So it's it's fantastic. Yeah, you can even find some really nice um, hotel stays mm -hmm. or B and B stays on there. And if you read the fine print, which I look at really closely to see, okay. If I want to bring a child, okay, this one has, it's an extra five euro for children, you know, eight and up and children seven and under are free. So if you, if you really look and read the, uh, the fine print, you can find some really good deals for your family as long as you can fit into that time frame that they're good for. Good. Stephanie, are there, uh, do you have other apps on your list? Yeah, so um, one, one of the other ones I have is Trail Wallet. Um, I guess I feel like I have a money theme going on tonight. But, <laughs> um, this one's really fantastic. It's um, by a couple of travel bloggers who travel around the world. Um, Never Ending Voyage is the name of the, of the blog. Um, but they created a travel app that you can enter in your expenses um, for every day. Um, and what I like so much about it is not only that it tracks your expenses, but you can categorize them. Um, and you can also, it also keeps track of the currency. So if I put in, say I bought a scarf for 20 euros, it'll tell me what the exchange rate was in the U.S. So at the end of my trip, I can export an entire Excel spreadsheet yes. with absolutely everything I spent. Um, as long as I'm keeping up with it during the day, um, then I have, I have everything logged, which is great because um, one of the on, on our on, on the blog, uh, one of our most popular po posts is um, it costs a million dollars to travel to Ireland. Obviously, it doesn't cost a million dollars. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's really just rather rather amazing app. Yeah, if people do want to know things like you know how much does it cost for a pint, and you, you know it's those are good points of reference talking about how much it costs for a bottled water. Or, you know, because those are everyday yeah. things versus it's easy to find out what a B&B costs or what, you know, but those other things aren't necessarily mm -hmm. posted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and souvenirs, people want to know how much, you know, you buy you know, things for. Um, and, you know, sometimes people really think it's going to be, you know, so expensive to, to travel. And it could be, um, but it doesn't have to be. And so I think that those are really good things to know. Jody, do you, do you have another app? Um, I do. I was looking at this one um, just to make sure, and I'm not positive. It says that it's a worldwide app. I haven't used it outside of the U.S., but I really like it. It's called Field Trip. And what it does is when your phone is set up, it will notify you when there's something nearby um, that fits your interests. And it has just a bunch of interest lists, um, architecture, gaming, historic places, uh, lifestyle, deals and offers, food and drinks, cool and unique, and arts and museums. But it's set up um, kind of along the lines of, look, this is near you, and this is what it is, and it's really cool. Um, so, you know, maybe you should check it out. So it notifies you automatically if you're near that. Um, I found it really helpful, like I said, um, around the U.S. when we're traveling to say, okay, well, you know, it'll it'll just bing at me and say, "Oh, yeah, you're passing by um, this park or this playground, and and here's what it has." So um, it says it's worldwide. I was scanning through Ireland. It looks like it should work there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it probably doesn't list absolutely everything, but it would be maybe a good companion to Ireland. Are we there yet? Or even if you're driving and the kids are getting nuts, just turning it on real quick and just seeing if there's anything nearby. Mm -hmm. um, could be a sanity saver. Mm -hmm.
Um, one that I, or two of them that I would recommend too, these are discount ones, and you had mentioned Groupon, and now I'm thinking of this. The Ireland Discount Guide and Heritage Island mm -hmm. both mm -hmm. have apps, and those a lot of times have two-for-one deals and things like that, mm -hmm. and their apps are pretty easy to use. They're really straightforward, and they really are intended to promote these sites, which most of the sites, I, I like most of the sites that are listed. You have to remember, especially in the Ireland Discount Guide, that a lot of them are paying for advertising in there, so um, they're vetted in that way as opposed to an, like an editor's pick, so it wouldn't be the same as maybe what um, some of the guidebooks would have. Sometimes that'll introduce you to something new, but it might also introduce you to something that might be normally more expensive, so that discount coupon comes in really, really handy. So those, are, those two, uh, definitely I would recommend, they're definitely worth, worth the download if you're looking to save money and you know you're going to be going to some popular tourist destinations. Mm -hmm. And if you aren't uh, if you aren't planning to use your phone, I know Heritage Heritage Island, you can actually just print off the discount page, and take it in and use it. We did that last mm. year, and I just whip it out and say, "Oh look," and, yeah, uh, they Do were really good at, at honoring it. Mm -hmm. Good, Stephanie, what's on your list? So one of the one of the last ones that I have um, is Gate Guru. Um, uh -huh. If you're familiar with this one, this is a great air, airport um, app. Um, basically has you know where you can upload your flight info and then you can get um, you know push notifications for status uh, updates for your flight so if it's delayed you know how long where your gate is um, the other piece that I really like as well is the um, airport food finder and amenities um, my, my husband at times can be a really picky eater and I can be too but um, so you know he we'd, we'd really try not to, to do the fast food thing very often um, and so that's really great to be able to find maybe a little cafe or a restaurant within the airport that's maybe a little bit um, above McDonald's or, or whatever else. Um, and so yeah, the the Gate Guru is is a fantastic app for just finding things in the airport while you're waiting, you know, the two or three hours before your flight takes off. Mm, yeah, good one. Uh, one of the last ones that I have is find your perfect festival in Ireland and it's an app and it's been about a month since I was on there so I trying to remember what all it had but it does list festivals throughout Ireland so you can go through and uh, pick a month or pick a theme that type of thing and find out what's going on in the different places so it has all the big festivals and a lot of people who are traveling you know you look I think you base your itinerary on locations and sites and a lot of times you forget that well you find those festivals like there's a music festival going on in a near nearby village or something like that it's always worth stopping in and checking it out because those are always so community based a lot of them have a lot of free music or you know the food type vending type stuff can be just a fun addition and you can get some cool photos I think on busy streets with mm -hmm. lots of people on them can be a lot of fun so that's another one that I'd recommend uh, is there another well, speaking of yeah. photos, um, because I know that the camera on my phone is actually as good or better than like just a point-and-shoot camera, and more and more people are just carrying their smartphones instead of a small camera nowadays. So I think it's really important to have a good photo app on there. Um, I really like. I use one called Collage Creator that I like, um, and I think they make it for. Um, iPhone, but I'm because I don't have an iPhone. I don't know because I know iPhone has just a bazillion photo apps. So um, just making sure that you have a really good photo app, I think, is important um, because even if you're not connected to a, a connect a digital connection, 
Um, you can use it later when you're at the B&B or someplace with Wi-Fi and you know you can load your photos up and, and share them very easily from your phone and then you don't have to worry about downloading all those pictures you took with your big camera until you get home and and so I just think a, a good photo app is nice um, and then you know most of them are set up so you can share it directly to Instagram and then from Instagram you can share it to Facebook and Foursquare and Twitter and Flickr and Tumblr and so you can really just do everything out of one really good photo app. Mm -hmm. um, the one I've been using on the iPhone, it's now owned by Google, is Snapseed and a lot of people want to know how, how I get the uh, you know, a lot of my landscape pictures use the drama mm -hmm. filter and up the saturation, and it really will change the look of it. So I, I'm there with you. A lot of people have recommended um, Camera Awesome, which is I think a Smug Mug uh, app. Mm. That's another. I mean, those I'm just throwing out names. I don't necessarily know that how great th that one is, but people have raved about that one as well. Yeah, yeah. I just think a, a good a good photo app on your phone is is just almost essential, mm -hmm. especially because I mean, you do you snap pictures with your phone you know just really quickly and then I mean I carry my phone and I carry um, a micro four-thirds and I probably take just as many pictures with my phone just because of the quality of the pictures and they're more easily shareable. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to give a shout out to the Ireland Green Guide as well that's Catherine Mack and it's in kind of a similar format to the uh, Ireland Are We There That Yet app uh, it's a Sutro Media one as well, and that one has more of the, uh, it's Green Guide, so it all has to do with, you know, things that are sustainable or sustainable energy or, or uh, green hotels and that type of thing, but it, it's not, it's pretty broad as far as the types of places you'll find on there, so I want to give a shout out to that one. Uh, I think it's, it's done pretty well and I lots of good have, sites in there. I was going to say, I think they even have like yurt camping on, on that one. Yep. Yeah. Wait, it's, so different. Yeah, there's definitely some things that are I think of kind of like that's kind of a random cool thing on there. So yeah, I, I recommend that one. What other ones are out there? Are there other ones that you guys are thinking of? Well, I think you're missing the main one, aren't you, Corey? Well, I was I was gonna save the best <laughs> for last. Which, which one would that be, Jody? Oh, that would be the Ireland Travel Kit, of course. All three of us contribute to the Ireland Travel Kit, and we I think we're all in love with it, aren't we? It's a lovely app. <laughs> Go ahead. Who wants to tell tell the audience a little bit about that app? Um, well, I what I like about the Ireland Travel Kit um, is that it's not just coming from one point of view. Um, I like the fact that there are what over a dozen contributors now, if I'm mm -hmm. not correct. Uh, so I like the fact that you can map things out. You can kind of figure out where you are, what's nearby with the map, um, and and now it's loading, and I can't do anything with it. But I, I like the fact that it just it has such a wide variety of things. A lot of the times you get to an app and the person who created it has um, you know, a real love of castles or a real love of wells. And it, uh, it kind of gets oversaturated with certain things. And the fact that the Ireland Travel Kit has so many contributors, it keeps the, the content really varied. And I absolutely love that. And version 1.2 was just uh, brought online last week, uh, at least for the iPhone. I'm not sure what the Android version did. I haven't seen and the Android update yet. Yeah, one of the, one of the main changes that we made was that the uh, mapping now is based on our picks because we have there's the ones that are 
our picks that are also featured on the website. And then there's a lot of other sites that we don't necessarily have a description for, but they're pinpointed. And then there's links to someone else's information. And so, because we, as you guys know, when we're trying to do this, we're trying to cover as much of Ireland as possible, too. Because I think that's the other problem with a lot of apps. Mm -hmm. You find they're really heavy on Dublin sites or right. uh, Galway sites or something like that. And But, you know, you're traveling through Monaghan or something like that, and there's, you know, zero there. And we're always trying to add more to that. So I have to uh, ask about this. Um, the, your travel notes, I like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, now, do those just stay with me, or would if I were adding a note to something, would that come back to you to be somehow added into content um, far, in any way? I, I, it must it not come like back to me. With me. I didn't yeah, see they, those. Those and the audio notes, I think those all stay with you. Okay. Meanwhile, the give feedback or the contact us ones, those would, well, would the, come back. Yeah, to us. the share experiences. Yeah. So yeah, they're well. they're pretty specific on that, and I should look and see if I can. Uh, explain that a little bit in there so people know so they're not expecting because I know also like on the green travel guide and the Ireland are we there yet you can leave a lot of comments that are mm -hmm. public on there which is kinda nice to see what people have left and I encourage if anybody's using any of those apps and anyone that we've mentioned if there's a spot to leave comments or give feedback to the authors being on this this side of it it's really nice hearing back from people and knowing that people are using it you know because you don't once they download it you don't know what what's happening so right. definitely and both of you thank you so much for your contributions on the Ireland travel kit because like as Jody said having the diverse kind of added people adding things makes it really um, it's a fun for me because I'm finding things that I would have missed or that I haven't seen yet I love that that happened right. to us Oh, I was just um, that happened to us. We were when we were there in our last uh, trip. We didn't really have anything planned, really, for um, uh, a, a couple of days. We were in Galway, and we didn't have like a strict plan. And literally, the hotel our, where we were staying um, the, the, in the morning, we were literally going through the Ireland travel kit and like coming up with our itinerary for the day. And it was fantastic. I mean, it was a, one of those just one of those wonderful apps that you can use, you know, instantaneously and just plan your day. Because there is so much out there. Right. Yeah, and a couple counties that are especially well represented are like Donegal, Galway, Tipperary, which are, you know, ones that once you get outside of the towns, a lot of people don't find know what's going on. You know, and there's other ones as well, but um, if you were in Galway, then like I think of a lot of Tony's contributions are kind of those really unusual ones or kind of, you know, mm -hmm. parks and things like that. So, well. This has been really a lot of fun. Any specific tips that you guys have as far as using a smartphone, gaining access to Wi-Fi? We've given a quite a few, but um, anything you can specifically think of that you want to tell people? Um, I would just say if you do plan to use your smartphone in Ireland, just contact your provider and make sure you are getting the very best economical plan that you can get. Um, I know Verizon has a plan um, for international data that is really, really quite nice. Um, but if you can't find one that fits your budget, look outside the box. Um, like I said, I know Boingo has some really nice um, digital plans that you can that you can get very easily. And I think they're like sixty dollars um, a month. You can get them by the month, um, as well as Verizon. You can just get turn it on, turn it off when you're done. So just make sure that you are checking your prices, getting the right product and that you remember to turn it off when you get back. Mm -hmm. I know one and thing... I, oh, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, I say when when you're looking at where you're going to stay, if you're if you're one of those people that book in advance, um, you know, check out and see if they have Wi-Fi. I think that's one of the things that I was really surprised this past time. We've we've seen a significant increase in the number of Definitely. bed and breakfasts that actually have Wi-Fi now. It's really becoming the norm instead of um, irregular. So. I would say, you know, ask because you might be surprised and find out that, that the place you want to stay actually does have access for you. And if they don't have it, ask your host because they've been asked this question enough times. They know where in town might have some free Wi-Fi mm -hmm. for you too. If you don't have the free Wi-Fi finder on your app on your phone. Um, a tip that I'd suggest too is if you do use an international plan, your phone probably has an app that will tell you what your data is. Mm -hmm. Realize that it can take up to 48 hours for that data to be updated from international. You know, your, uh, your local or your domestic data usually is updated more frequently but it might take that 48 hours also know like with AT&T we found that we bought a smaller plan and we were able to just constantly add you know upgrade to the next level even after the fact so we went over got an outrageous bill you know over a thousand dollar phone bill which like makes you freak out um, called them and they were in part of it was because we were there for more than a month and for some reason they automatically reset after 30 days back to our original plan and well we were able to call them they immediately knocked off that amount and we also found here's another tip we called again and they took off more money and then we called the third time and still got more knocked off so if you're feeling like they are charging more um, sometimes they do have some leeway there's gonna be a certain point where they're gonna say forget about it we don't we're not gonna let you ever ever go international again but as long as you're 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 paying and you're not trying to get out of Paying it, you know, if you're trying to make it so you can pay nothing, you know, they, they've been very accommodating in the past. The only problem is it takes a long time with those phone calls. You know, you are on hold for, you know, a, quite a while. Any other tips? Um, I think my only other one would be if you are using a credit card or you have a card through your bank, maybe have their app on. Um, last year when we were in Ireland, our bank changed their entire system while we were there, and I couldn't access my money. Oh. And because we were on, you know, eight-hour difference, it was really difficult for me to call and talk to the bank. And that app saved my life because they have somebody on that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really handy if you, you know, especially if you forget to call your bank or your credit card and tell them you're traveling and then they turn off your card because they think it's stolen. So if, if you are using cards or banking or something, Having that app on there could be just a really quick lifesaver. I'm glad I'm not the only veteran traveler who has forgotten <laughs> to call their credit card, even though I tell people over and over again, call, call, call. <laughs> yeah, it's well, easy to slip. Yeah, well, great advice, everybody. Now, uh, before we close out, feel free, tell us a little bit about uh, maybe about your next trip, a little bit about your websites, too, and where people can find you. I mentioned those in the beginning, but um, what's going on, on on your websites as well? So, uh, Jody, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I write a site. It's called Ireland with Kids. Uh, the reason I started it is because most people think of Ireland as a place for uh, singles who are on a gap year or maybe more seasoned travelers who are on a bus trip. And they really don't think about Ireland as a place to take families. And what I like to tell them is that the magic is real and there are no uh, big scary mice running around. Um, but it's just, it's an amazing place to take your family and in all honesty, we can travel to Ireland um, 
for less than we could travel to Disney for the same period of time. It, uh, it may seem like it's really expensive, but if you actually break it down, um, it's, it's not as expensive as you might think. So my whole goal with Ireland with Kids is to really make people consider Ireland as a family destination. So, and it's irelandwithkids.com, very, very easy to find. Mm, great. And Stephanie? Sure. So, um, my website is infiniteireland.com, and uh, I started it uh, just actually a little bit over uh, seven months ago, I guess now. Um, and originally, um, when, when I went to Ireland for the first time, it was on my honeymoon. Um, and it was my first trip abroad, um, first time out of the country, um, and I was nervous. I was it was on my honeymoon. I wanted it to be perfect, you know. I wanted all um, it all to be right, and um, and it was. It was wonderful. It was everything that I could have asked. And we, you know, have gone back multiple times since then, which has been fantastic. Um, and we've become a resource for all of our friends and family and their friends and their family. Um, and so I just began writing these things down and then started a blog um, to, you know, to share it with the rest of the world. Um, we really concentrate on Ireland for um, first-timers or first people, first-time people are going abroad or first-time people are going to Ireland. But um, as Corey, as you said, you know, I think there's probably quite a bit of useful information for anybody traveling to Ireland. Um, we tend to write kind of epic posts, I mean, you know, really long things that, you know, might be um, you know, a lot of information, but uh, geared towards the Uber planner that wants to know everything about traveling for the first time and what they need to know just to be uh, kind of covering their bases, kind of how I was. I wish there would have been um, a resource back then that had everything. Um, so I was trying to be that resource, but um, now that I've gotten so knowledgeable, you know, I've, I've, there's so many resources out there as well. I like to connect people with, the, you know, the Irish Fireside and Ireland with Kids and, you know, God Ireland and all the other um, Irish websites and blogs out there as well. So, um, you know, that's really the purpose. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. I just really like connecting with people and talking about Ireland. So um, that's why, why the blog exists and Infinite Ireland. Come by and visit us and we'll chat. And thank you very much. And I will make sure that we have links to all the things that we mentioned in the show notes and on the, in the uh, com or the uh, descriptions uh, on the YouTube channel as well. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can see our faces. Uh, we're a cheerful little group here, and uh, you can go to YouTube and, and look at us. But if you're if you're walking the dog or on your treadmill or whatever, uh, keep it up. And uh, we're really glad that uh, I was able to have great guests talking about a really topical uh, information here because I do get a lot of questions about apps and people who are into apps really want to know uh, what travelers are using rather than what are showing up at the top searches in, in the uh, app searches. So thank you both so much. Thank you, Corey. It's thank fun. you so much.